0: In today's show, we're talking about having sex outside your bedroom by using the many different rooms and areas in your home.
1: And here's a quote from Drew Pomeranz that says, a change of scenery can help everything. And Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, definitely spices things up when it comes to your sex life. And as we start today's show, we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family whose marriage has experienced transformation. And this week's hug is sponsored by Bolster Sleep Company. And we're going to be sharing more about how Bolster is changing marriages one bed at a time a little bit later in the show. But first, this hug comes from an email that we received that starts I've been meaning to write to you for some time, but the fast lane of life continues to take more time away from me. However, I want to thank you for all your words of encouragement and to the point recommendations for not only my marriage, but so many others. A few years ago, my wife and I struggled through her parents' lack of understanding quote, the two become one flesh on all things. And many of my wife's decisions were heavily influenced by her mom, which put a major strain on our marriage and intimacy. Adding to this, in our household, sex and intimacy was never discussed in detail and came across as a topic that you just don't talk about. Wow. Thankfully, two years ago, I accidentally stumbled on your podcast because I was looking for answers and a way to reach my wife emotionally and sexually. I started listening to all your podcasts... And as they discuss sexual intimacy and I couldn't stop, I wanted to know more about how to regain the trust for my wife and not lose my internal and external temper. Mm. My wife came along for the journey and started listening too. So now we've been able to discuss sex, intimacy, and finally oral relations. Mm. I can't imagine the struggle if it wasn't for you, what you guys do each and every Tuesday and Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your wonderful work in my marriage. We would have loved to have come to your one conference here in Wisconsin, but due to baby number five. Wow. Yes. Baby number five. We will impatiently wait for the next opportunity to go to the one conference.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: So awesome. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's amazing to see what happens when couples, you know, put themselves in situations where they can talk about things that maybe they haven't talked about before. And, and that's really what kind of what we're going to be tying into with today's show. But you know, a lot of times people ask us, you know, where did a show idea come from? And, This show actually came out of a very offhanded comment that was made back in August on episode 510, the back Mm -hmm. to school episode, Mm -hmm. right around the 16 minute mark. I had made this comment that Tony and I were going to do a sex challenge in October because he had actually said, Hey, let's do one in September. And our September was crazy busy with the one conference and everything. And so I'm like, Hey, let's just do October. And I said this out loud in a show and one of the crazy things is how well you all listen. It's crazy to us. How well you all listen to us? Because one of the summit partners in the position of the month club heard it, put a post up in the, in the private Facebook group and said, Hey, are we all doing this 30 day challenge? Or is this just, just Tony and Elisa? And so we said, well, hold on. If we're going to do this, then then let's do it as a group. And, yeah. and so out of this idea of doing a 30-day sex challenge, and you can learn more about it at one extraordinary com slash thirty days, we started going, okay, hey, what does this look like? Because for a lot of couples, whether you're talking about doing, you know, a seven days of sex challenge, a 30-day sex challenge, or just having sex in your in your home, first and foremost, you think about the bedroom. Right. Like that's where your bed is, it's comfortable, you know that you know the drill, you know what it looks like. But when you're doing a sex challenge and, and even in the day to day, sometimes you can be like,
0: you have to start changing it up.
1: It, it you feels have like- to
0: start changing it up. And I think that's where this really started coming down to for Elise and I we're going, you know what? We, we've been running our intimacy lifestyle for years. We've done numerous sex challenges over well, a decade, over a decade. We've been doing the intimacy lifestyle and you know what? We sometimes fall into this. well, it's, it could be daytime, it could be morning, it could be daytime, it could be night. Everything just works out, it's in bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, and yet it's one of those areas where it's like, why aren't we adventuring? Why aren't we going out and saying, hey, you know what, we have this beautiful home, mm-hmm. why are we not using it?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I've, I've often joked with people, um, you know, when we're speaking, and you might have even heard me say that if you've attended the one conference, you've been blessed with a home that for most of you has more than one room. Now, granted, if you're Correct. living in a studio, I get it. You have one room. Just use different places in there. But the rest of you have at least a bathroom
0: and a bedroom. Well, even in a studio, you have a bathroom.
1: Oh, there you go. So So you have two rooms
0: you do. And, and, And in a studio, you do have the kitchen that's partitioned off from your bed area. So you still have somewhat rooms in there.
1: Right. And it's, it's one of these things where there is no law. Like there, it's not written down anywhere that the only place that you can have sex in your home is in your bedroom. I will tell you while it's not written there are quite a few of you that believe it is like set in stone. It is in concrete. It is emblazoned. It is branded that that is the only place that a couple can have sex.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not true. It's, it's not true. Because your home and, and getting into these different rooms, you, you actually get to explore. Like, think about it. Okay, like, let's just, let's just dial this back for a second, right? You prepare food in your home. Now, in some families, you only eat in the kitchen or the dining room, but there are other families like us where we sometimes eat in front of the TV in the living room. Yes. Both of our kids sometimes take food up to their bedrooms. Mm-hmm. So food can be done in different rooms of the house.
0: Well, and then if it's us as a family and we're sitting down, we're in our kitchen area. And yet, if we have guests over, we'll have, we'll, we'll sit down in the dining room area.
1: Right. So, so you can use different rooms for the same purpose when it comes to eating. And you probably all have done that. So can I, can I ask you to open up kind of this, like just open up your mind for a second to think about, well, if I can eat in different rooms in my house, could I also have sex in different rooms in my house? Could we get into this place of saying, you know what? What happens if? Mm-hmm. What happens if we get out of our bedroom? And you know, 68% of you have said, you know, cause we asked the question like we always do. I want to know what we want to know what the one family is thinking. Mm-hmm. 68% of you said that you have had sex outside of your bedroom. And we want to get into where couples are having sex. Cause I think there's going to be, there's going to be some laughter um, in this. You're going to be thinking about visiting your friends a little differently, but we also want to explore why couples aren't having sex outside of their bedroom and why it's a challenge to have sex in a different room. And, you know, in our own, Life. I mean, we've sex on the couch.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: that was that's always a fun. I mean, like if you're gonna get outside your bedroom, just as a little side note, couch is like the next best choice because it's all like soft, like a bed.
0: Well, maybe for you it's the next best choice, but we've had sex on the couch. We've had blankets on the living room floor. Mm -hmm. You know, shower bathroom area definitely has been one. Laundry room is great in the winter months for folks. You know, it's it's one of those places where if it's cold. Put the dryer on, you have some noise going on. So it's almost like a sound and sleep machine going on for you. And it's warm in that area. Although I will say years and years ago when we started the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, our laundry was in our garage. So that wouldn't have worked. Where we are now, we have our own laundry room. So that would work much better.
1: And if you have kids, just as a side note, most kids are like physically averse to the laundry room. (laughs) So it's actually a place that your kids probably aren't gonna go. So, and like Tony said, you've got warm, you've got motion. It's all those good things.
0: But you can also put a lock on the door if you have, you know, it's a room. You could always put a lock on that door as well. That is true. You know,
1: that is true. But one of the things I found interesting because I was going through and and I asked y'all, I'm like, where have you had sex outside of your bedroom? And the number one place where couples are having sex, and I want you to think about this next time you go to visit friends, is in the kitchen.
0: Which is interesting because I can't recall us having sex in the kitchen.
1: No, but now I'm like totally. I
0: I, I, I sort of. I was I was about to take you up on that last week, or I was I was approaching you and initiating in the kitchen last week, and yet you're like, no, not right now. Wow, mm-hmm. I just got
1: called out. Yeah. Was I aware that you were initiating? Oh heck,
0: yeah, you were. You were you were totally aware.
1: But when was this?
0: It was last week, sometime. We were right there on the uh, on the uh, island area,
1: which. I actually didn't set them up for that, but that is one of the top places in the kitchen. Yeah.
0: Makes sense. It's There's nothing on it.
1: There's nothing on it, although Typically, our, our island mean. has stuff on it. But it's the kitchen table. It's the island. It's the dining room table. And there are some epic, both dining room tables out there and kitchen islands. Mm-hmm. Like just Pinterest, epic island, and you'll, well, kitchen island. And you'll see, they got all kinds of space. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of space. Other places that you- I, I would
0: think though on some of those because of, you know, if it's marble or some sort of stone, it could be a little cold. So trying to think through that piece of it because that, that could be a little cold and frigid.
1: Well, some people like that just yes. because I don't doesn't mean that other people don't. I mean, Got it. For other, or you stick a blanket up there, you know, but it, mm-hmm. that's where people are having sex. They're also popular. The popular, popular places include the backyard. Back porch, back deck, and so that I think just it brings in the added um romance of the starlight. It's dark outside, maybe depending on where you live, you've got you know the the creatures of the night just kind of like you know rustling around. rustling around little night sounds. the living room couch again, we mentioned this um sometimes in front of the fire, other places, some of you are having sex on the stairs, which has all different like if you think about the different height things that you can get into there mm-hmm. on the stairs. I'm like, oh,
0: that's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a
1: good one. That's a good one. Um, the hallway, the closet, and it's so great about the closets because that's where you all go to have sex to hide from kids and family.
0: Wow. All right.
1: Yeah. People are like, yeah, yeah. This is where we hide from people in the closet. I'm like, that's awesome. And I've thought about, you know, like when we travel with family, the closet is the one place where you're like, okay, nobody's going to come in here. We can lock the bedroom door. It's like added soundproof. It's
0: all good. I think we did that years ago when we were on vacation and we were with family because we would get the VRBOs and we would be with family. I do remember that. And one of the things I just want to bring up as well, because I think this is a big thing that does happen though. Getting outside of our bedroom also messes with our cleanup routine. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like if we are having sex outside the bedroom. So we have a, a a great episode called cleaning up after sex. It's episode 315. I'll put a link here in the show notes for you guys, but that one we talk about, hey, th- this is how you can clean up after sex. What I would say though is whatever your go-to is make sure you just have it with you no matter where you're going. So that's just one less thing that you have to think about. And yeah, it may take you a couple extra minutes or a few seconds just to go grab that towel or tissues or whatever whatever your cleanup choice is, use that.
1: So Tony brings up one of the challenges to not having sex or to having sex outside your bedroom. But there are many others Mm -hmm. that you all have shared with us that, that, you know, it's about the people that live with you, you know, the toddlers, the teenagers, the roommates, the, the parents or the in-laws, there are other people in your house. And so it's not always so convenient because you don't know who's going to be walking through. It's, you know, he mentioned all of the cleanup stuff, but it's also many of you keep your lube in the, in the bedroom. So you may Mm. actually have to think, Oh, I've got to bring the lubricants out of the bedroom. Somebody even said, well, the lube's upstairs in the bedroom. I'm like, bring it downstairs. Super simple solution. You just got to grab it. Uh, Many.
0: And and here's the thing, though, too, and we've shared many a times. If you go to our Amazon shop, which is at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon shop, there is a, a book safe. So it looks like a book, but when you open it, it's a safe. And so that's one of those things, too. Again, you have to start thinking ahead a little bit, which I know can be a little tough, but you think ahead now, not when you're in the moment, but you start thinking ahead now. Okay. Hey, if we had this little book safe in the bookshelf or sitting on the fireplace mantle with all our other books, but it's storing all of our lubes and maybe you have like sample lubes in there or something, Mm -hmm. boom, you don't have to even like, oh, I got to run for it. No, it's right there. You know it, you're good to go. Uh,
1: For some of you, there's just a security in the bedroom, you know, your, maybe your spouse isn't comfortable with it, or maybe you just don't even know how to bring it up, right? There's this fear of rejection if you if you're bringing it up, and yet, yeah, you know, I just want to stop and say, what if? What if like the quote that we opened the show? What if a change of scenery was everything for the two of you that you were able to get into this place where you're like, hold on a second, what does this look like if we? if we explore? What if there are other rooms in the house? What if a change of scenery actually gives us a little spark, gives us a little oomph, gives us a little like, huh, that's something to look forward to. You know, then it, it, it shifts. See, so often people buy into this idea that sex in marriage, especially sex in marriage that's been happening, you know, that you've been married for many, many years, it's supposed to become routine and boring, right? It's just supposed to be another, that there are people that believe that sex is just like one more box on the to-do list that you just have to check off every couple of days, right? That you don't have to be, you don't have to be exciting. You don't like, we should just be boring because we're, we're old. And, and so sex shouldn't be exciting. And I'm here to say fooey to that. Fooey to that. I am 45 years old. Tony's 46. We've been together for almost 20, married almost 23 years.
0: Together 25.
1: Together 25. We are having the best sex of our lives
0: and we're still learning, still having to work through this though. And and I'm not going to say we're perfect, you know, getting outside that bedroom, getting off, get on off our bed. Hey, it's still a, we're still a work in progress Mm -hmm. because there are some expectations you got to start thinking about. And what, what is the pleasure you both are having? And what does this look like? So the routine of like, Hey, we do this, you orgasm. I get on top of you, or we do this fun position, I ejaculate, we clean up, we're done. That's out the door. And so it's knowing and having the emotional intimacy and the emotional wherewithal to be able to go, okay, you want to have it in the shower? Great. For us to have it in the shower, though, the likelihood you're going to have an orgasm, it's, for us anyways, is one of those things where it's like, this isn't a drawn out, like we're going to make love forever. And it for us in the shower is just... quickie Mm -hmm. it's spontaneous it's it's passionate it's hot and then it's done and that's okay and i would say the reason it's okay is because we've been doing the intimacy lifestyle and that allows us to have sex more than once every month or once every couple of months we know we're having sex twice a week and so that for us is a huge help and yet again what you guys have said hey the stairs the hallway you know the kitchen the island that makes us go. Oh, we got to up our game. Get an outside. Put a tent up. Enjoy the outside stars. Go for it.
1: Absolutely, and we want to talk about how to introduce this to your spouse. What some of those first steps are, and and what you need to bring this all together. But first we want to thank this week's sponsor and that's bolster sleep company and bolster sleep company is a company that is dedicated to helping you sleep well so that you can live your life more fully Mm -hmm. bolster believes that when people are rested, they can invest in what they're passionate about, whether that's family community or something else. And their premium hybrid mattresses combine real springs with a mid layer of cooling foam, which absolutely is my most favorite feature on this bed for a much cooler sleeping experience. And Mm -hmm. this bed has changed our lives.
0: It really has. I mean,
1: it's it's hard for me to think that a mattress would have such an impact, but when you're when you're sleeping on a bed, and, and one of the things about the bolster mattresses is that the way it's constructed, you don't feel the motion of the other people,
0: Of so, the other person, of the other
1: pe- yes, of the people in the bed, right? You and your spouse, and so like even last night, Tony's having a rough night of sleep. He gets up this morning, he's like, "Oh my gosh, I tossed and turned until two. and I said, "I had no clue."
0: And here's the thing: when you're having sex in your bedroom, there's no better bed. That thing is quiet. I love that bed when, you know, so grab your bolster mattress.
1: Absolutely. So go to bolstersleep.com slash one to receive 10% off your entire purchase. Don't waste another night tossing and turning, sweating on opposite sides of the bed or waking up every time that your spouse moves right now, go to bolstersleep.com slash one and get your 10% off your body and your marriage will thank you. Now, as we're talking about having sex outside the bedroom, if you don't have kids, you don't have roommates, you don't have anyone living with you. It's just the two of you. Let's face it. It's a lot easier to move your sexual activity outside of the bedroom.
0: And yet the emotional intimacy, the conversations around it need to happen Mm -hmm. because this is a true statement beyond belief. And yet I can recall for us, When we had that, and we we didn't have kids or anybody living in our home for six years. You know, we were married six years before we had Alex, our oldest. So that is a true statement. And yet I can't recall how many times we had sex outside of the bedroom in those six years. So the emotional intimacy, the conversations, the, Hey, what does this look like? Do you want to try it here? What what would this look like? Needs to happen.
1: Absolutely. Cause this is because there's such a security and such a, um, a comfort and a routine in the bedroom. Anytime that you're going to introduce something different, the emotional intimacy comes before the sexual intimacy for sure. Right? These are conversations that you have with your spouse to understand what's going on with them, to understand what they would be comfortable with. And, and for some people, that first step may actually be the bathroom or the shower. Right? Perfect step. Because Perfect if, you're, if your master has an attached uh, like the ensuite bathroom, then you don't actually have to leave your bed. You're technically not leaving your bedroom.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just
1: putting it out there. You're, you're still in the bedroom with the door locked. But you've got warm water. You've got naked bodies. And I just want to remind you all, make sure that in the shower that you have a water-based lubricant. Mm-hmm. because it will help when you need it.
0: We learned that the hard way. I, I will have to say that was one of the, I think one of the frustrations we had when we first had started venturing outside of our bedroom was into the shower. And yet what we learned was, holy crud, Elisa is all cleaned up. There's there's no natural lubricant, mm-hmm. no, no natural lubrication. And we're trying to have sex dry. It, it's not Good. It's not good. So make sure you have that water-based lubricant in there. And you know, Hey, this is one of those things though, too, in the shower. And I'm going to share this. You can go overboard and it can get really slippery. So overboard with the lubricant, overboard with the lubricant. Right. So start with a little, and if you need more, you can always add more, but it's hard to get to decrease that once you've started using it.
1: And, And here's the thing. You think you're in the shower. So you think like we're wet and it shouldn't be a problem, right? There's a difference between lubricant and water. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there. For those of you that are thinking about it, and Tony you know, alluded to this earlier, but what does that look like to have that rendezvous kit, to have your cleanup kit so it's easy to grab, to have a, a great encounter, whether you've got it in a safe in the living room because you're like, you know what? We like the living room. We can just put books up on the shelf or you've got you know, it stored away in the pantry where nobody's going to go. And maybe you've got your favorite lube. In, in that trial size or just a small bottle of it, you've got, if you use condoms, you've got a condom there just yep. so that you're prepared and you've got whatever you need to clean up, whether you use towels, wipes, tissues, whatever it is, but you're prepared because here's the thing. When you're initiating in a different place, you want to minimize the obstacles. You want to minimize the challenges. And how do you do that? It's the Boy Scout motto, be prepared, be prepared, be prepared. Because when you do that, all of a sudden, you can just be in the moment with your spouse. You're not trying to, to you know, wrestle, oh, you know, it sounds like a good idea, but shoot, we don't have anything here. And then by the time you go and collect everything that you need, you're like, wah, wah, mm-hmm. moment's gone, right? And, and so you want to be in that place of just being like, how can I be proactive? Let me gather everything. Like I'm going to initiate, like Tony said, I and guys, I honestly don't remember him initiating in the kitchen. Um, and that's not to say that it didn't. Ha- I just don't remember. I was obviously focused on something else, which is probably why I said no in the kitchen. Um, but even in that, if he had just said, hey, I've got everything right here, nobody's home, it may have happened earlier. Right? It may have happened Good in that to moment. Know. And, and that's another something thing.
0: I, something I need to store away and <laughs> have in the cabinet.
1: Right. <laughs> there are junk drawers our kids will never go into. Right? And for those of you that, that give me the list of, we have basically kids through parents living with us, right? Kids, mm-hmm. toddlers, teenagers, roommates, parents, in-laws. Yes. But there's probably a time when not everybody is in your house at the same time. Take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. Those are going to be those times. And, and you may have to plan for that, you know, because of your life and where you're at right now, that may be something that you guys do have to plan and be very intentional about. Others can be a little... Little flexible. You know, it, it can happen. It doesn't have to happen. You know, kids are in school. Hey, you have a day off. You know, it, it's cool. Like a lot of our first responder friends, those, you know, they're like, oh man, I, I worked my two, four, two 24s and now I got 10 days off, and kids are at school. And wife and I are, you know, just hanging out, doing our thing. She's going to work, but we have a lot of time because the kids are out of the house. And so it just depends. And and even for Elisa and I, I mean, we, we work here at the home and yet there are still times when we're, we're going from one place to the next. So we even have to be intentional, like, oh, wait a minute, kids are gone. We don't have anything going on. Like we're not recording. We don't have meetings. We don't have certain things that we got to work on. Let's take this time together. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on where you're at and what you're doing. But again, I think that comes down to the emotional intimacy, being willing to talk about these things. Hey, what would make this the best setup for both of us to make us both feel like we're we're able to connect? And I know, like, for for instance, here's, here's a, for instance, on the couch. For you as a husband, as a guy, you're cool. You're like, ah, whatever, let's go do it. For your wife, she may be like, I, I don't want to get, all my juices on the couch, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: have a towel, have a blanket, have, have something, have a, you know, a beach towel down. Those are the the conversations we have to have, because if we don't, you're wondering why it's not working. And it's as simple as she just doesn't want to get everything all over the couch because it's going to show a big old stain on Mm it.
1: Absolutely. And you know, it it seems like when we talk about, you're like, Oh, why did not I think of that? It's okay. There are lots of things that that you need to hear somebody else talk about in order to be able to have your own aha moment, right? Is it a comfort thing? Does your, does your spouse need to be comfortable? Blankets, you know, couches, things like that. Be thinking of that. And the last one that I want to touch on is if your spouse says, you know what, this is something that I'm just not comfortable with Mm -hmm. because a lot of you may be thinking, yes, I want to do this. And you're like, "Well, well, they're not interested. Sex between husband and wife is a journey right? Having sex outside your room, that's not the end all be all. It's what can the two of you build in terms of the emotional connection to find out the why, to find out, you know, what could we do, right? So if your spouse says, no, this is not something I'm comfortable with. Well, let's talk about what you might be comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Let's dig into that because your ability to build the trust and security and having these conversations around your sexual intimacy actually does lead to deeper sexual intimacy. It may not be outside your room, it may, maybe you're just on the floor in your bedroom, right? Total change of scenery. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, it looks different when you're down there, but it's, what can you do today to build a deeper emotional connection so that whether you're having sex on your bed or outside your bedroom, it's better today than it was yesterday.
0: Yeah. All right. So this week it's time to get and decide on having sex outside the bedroom. So First things first, man, let's start talking about it. And and the next step is let's do it. Pick a place, pick a time. It, it may be that first time for you guys or a second or third time, but it's just where you're at in life where you just got to go. You know what? We just need to make this happen. So let's agree upon it this week to go outside of our bedroom. Let's have some fun together. Let's set it up so we can connect emotionally. We can connect sexually and just change things up. We love you guys. We hope you have a fantastic week. And as always, we we love hearing from you. So don't hesitate to hit us up at hugs at com, or send us a text or call us at 858-876-5663. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we will catch you next week. Love you guys.